Oh, friends, today is the 24th day of December, and I am Denise Maranatha. Welcome to Psalms Cast, the place where today God's Word will speak into your life from five chapters of the book of Psalms. Many around the world are in the celebration mode, either continuing the eight days of Hanukkah, whereas others are observing their Christmas Eve traditions. Many have traveled to be with others or are hosting the festivities. Often such gatherings can cause anxieties to surface and steal the joy and love that are available. In the event that this is your first visit to this daily reading of the Psalms, welcome. So let's head into God's word, into our five chapters to allow the living waters of truth to wash over us and to allow the Holy Spirit to prepare our hearts and our minds for today. Our first chapter is Psalm 24, since today is the 24th day of December. Next up is Psalm 54, followed by Psalm 84, then Psalm 114, and we finish up with Psalm 144. Let's ask the Lord's blessing over us before we dive in. Father, thank you for gathering each one of us here in for a time of refreshing and preparing us for this day. This time of the year can often be a mixed blessing. We are so hopeful for joy and love, yet anxieties and stress often cause us to miss out on all that you have for us. Please place a hedge of protection around us and instruct your heavenly angels to deflect any and all chaos and distractions for this time. Allow us to soak in these living truths because we need, we desperately need your wisdom, your mercy, and your grace to illuminate the path you want us to walk today. Be with us in a mighty way for this time, Lord, as we journey forward. Psalm 24, a psalm by David. The earth and everything it contains are the Lord's. The world and all who live in it are his. He laid its foundation on the seas and set it firmly on the rivers. Who may go up to the Lord's mountain? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart and does not long for what is false or lie when he is under oath. This person will receive a blessing from the Lord and righteousness from God his Savior. This is the person who seeks him who searches for the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted, you ancient doors, so that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord heroic in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted, you ancient doors, so that the King of glory may come in. Who then is this King of glory? The Lord of armies is the King of glory. Psalm 54 A mascal by David when people from the city of Zeph told Saul that David was hiding among them. O God, save me by your name and defend me with your might. O God, hear my prayer and open your ears to the words of my mouth. Strangers have attacked me. Ruthless people seek my life. They do not think about God. God is my helper. The Lord is the provider for my life. 
My enemies spy on me. Pay them back with evil. Destroy them with your truth. I will make a sacrifice to you along with a free will offering. I will give thanks to your good name, O Lord. Your name rescues me from every trouble. My eyes will gloat over my enemies. Psalm 84, a psalm by Korah's descendants. Your dwelling place is lovely, O Lord of armies. My soul longs and yearns for the Lord's courtyards. My whole body shouts for joy to the living God. Even sparrows find a home and swallows find a nest for themselves. There they hatch their young near your altars, O Lord of armies, my King and my God. Blessed are those who live in your house. They are always praising you. Blessed are those who find strength in you. Their hearts are on the road that leads to you. As they pass through a valley where balsam trees grow, they make it a place of springs. The early rain covers it with blessings. Their strength grows as they go along until each one of them appears in front of God in Zion. O Lord God, Commander of Armies, hear my prayer. Open your ears, O God of Jacob. Look at our shield, O God. Look with favor on the face of your Anointed One. One day in your courtyards is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather stand in the entrance to my God's home than live inside wicked people's homes. The Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord grants favor and honor. He does not hold back any blessing from those who live innocently. O Lord of armies, blessed is the person who trusts you. Psalm 114 When Israel left Egypt, when Jacob's family left people who spoke a foreign language, Judah became his holy place and Israel became his kingdom. The Red Sea looked at this and ran away. The Jordan River turned back. The mountains jumped like rams. The hills jumped like lambs. Red Sea, why did you run away? Jordan River, what made you turn back? Mountains, what made you jump like rams? Hills, what made you jump like lambs? Earth, tremble in the presence of the Lord, in the presence of the God of Jacob. He turns a rock into a pool filled with water and turns flint into a spring flowing with water. And our final chapter for today is Psalm 144 by David. Thank the Lord, my rock, who trained my hands to fight and my fingers to do battle, my merciful one, my fortress, my stronghold, and my Savior, my shield, the one in whom I take refuge, and the one who brings people under my authority. O Lord, what are humans that you should care about them? What are mere mortals that you should think about them? Humans are like a breath of air. Their lifespan is like a fleeting shadow. O Lord, bend your heaven low and come down. Touch the mountains and they will smoke. Hurl bolts of lightning and scatter them. Shoot your arrows and throw them into confusion. Stretch out your hands from above. 
Snatch me and rescue me from raging waters and from foreigners' hands. Their mouths speak lies. Their right hands take false pledges. O God, I will sing a new song to you. I will sing a psalm to you on a ten-stringed harp. You are the one who gives victory to kings. You are the one who snatches your servant David away from a deadly sword. Snatch me and rescue me from foreigners' hands. Their mouths speak lies. Their right hands take false pledges. May our sons be like full-grown young plants. May our daughters be like stately columns that adorn the corners of a palace. May our barns be filled with all kinds of crop. May our sheep give birth to thousands of lambs, tens of thousands in our field. May our cattle have many calves. May no one break in and may no one be dragged out. May there be no cries of distress in our streets. Blessed are the people who have these blessings. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. The purpose of this podcast is what you just heard, God's word from five chapters of the book of Psalms. To God be the glory as the word changes your life and draws you closer to him. Today, it's a tricky day for me. In years past, it has been one of chaos and scrambling to be perfect. And yeah, that has not worked out well for me or anyone who had been around me. One Christmas, when our entire family was at our house, a major meltdown happened when our dad lost his mind and yeah, it was horrible. That Christmas is forever known by everyone in our family 30 years later as that Christmas. What went down really broke me emotionally, which was not helping the postpartum blues of being a first time mom to a high need infant. The aftermath was grim. Our marriage went through hard times. I hated being in the place where it felt like I had been put on trial and all the sins of my life were paraded in front of my sisters-in-laws, my husband, and my young niece and nephew. I was so angry at all of them, including my husband, who did not blow up and kick all of them out into the snow. I did not feel protected. I did not feel respected by my spouse. Soon, I was hating being in our home and in the city where the horrible stuff went down. I just wanted a fresh start. David struggled to cope with his emotional basket case of a wife and our challenging firstborn baby. We sought counseling. We tried to sell our home. David interviewed for jobs far away from where we lived. He actually accepted a job, but when we actually got to the point of finding a house, we realized the cost of living in that state would have put us upside down financially. We went on like this for two years. I was stubborn and felt very justified holding on to my hurt and my anger. I wanted to forgive because I knew that holding on to that hurt and anger was going to continue to poison me. Every single night, saying the Lord's Prayer before I went to sleep, I purposely, in my heart, chose to forgive my dad and the others involved. But the next day, 
I would relive it all over again. One night while praying, I started crying because I realized I was unable to forgive on my own. I just was a failure at doing the one thing that we are commanded to do when someone wrongs us, forgive. And that night, I heard the voice of Jesus. When I was praying and confessing I was not able to forgive my dad, that voice said, but I can. Will you give it to me? I said, yes, please. After that night, I had total peace and I was able to think about what happened at that Christmas without the hurt and without the anger. Just like that, the evil spirit that had been plaguing me with that Christmas left. Thank you, Jesus. Which is one of the reasons I am so passionate about at the end of the podcast to give those seven reminders of how we can thrive instead of just surviving these days ahead. Simple reminders, but important to have a chat with ourselves. Stuff is going to go wrong. That's just life. It's how we respond that determines what happens next. Two years of my life and the first two years of our son's life I was truly a lost, hot, broken mess. But Jesus did not allow me to stay that way. I hope today that perhaps if you have thoughts that you are headed into a minefield and that you are filled with anxiety or stress, be sure to hang out for a few minutes after the prayer to hear the truths God wants you to know today. Maranatha friends. Gracious Heavenly Father, what is man that you even take notice of him, or the son of man that you even think about him? And yet you do not only take notice of each one of us, you provide an abundance of love, of grace, and of mercy. We are so grateful, so thankful that you have called each one of us into a relationship with you. Sovereign Lord God Most High, Help us to savor our loved ones in the important relationships right now. Help us to count the cost and speak truth and love to one another. Thank you for the humble examples of Mary and Joseph, the two humans you selected to watch over, nurture, and care for the infant Jesus as he grew into childhood and into adulthood. We praise you for the miracle of Jesus' birth, wherever whenever that actually occurred and that the first to know of the messiah's birth were shepherds in a field watching their sheep and you also alerted the magi through the signs of the heavens that jesus had been born and they also traveled great distances to bear witness to his birth they blessed jesus with gifts gifts that made it possible for Joseph to take Jesus and Mary out of harm's way when Herod flipped his lid and murdered all boy children under the age of two. Lord, we see and know that you are faithful and we worship your name. In Jesus' name, amen. For those that are walking out this year's eight days of Hanukkah, tonight at sunset begins day seven. I'm posting information about each day at the Psalmscast Facebook page 
Thank you, Mary Ellen, for allowing me to share your resources. Since we are in the thick of 2022 December holiday stuff, and many of us are going to be coming, going, traveling, being around all sorts of people, friend and foe, beloved one, and that sandpaper person, now is a good time for some important and timely holiday reminders. The whole goal in sharing these is simple. Gentle reminders to help us thrive instead of just struggling to survive these days ahead. Number one, be kind to yourself. You matter, you are important, and God loves you just as you are. Number two, be kind to your family. Remember this spot of wisdom. If you have nothing nice to say, say nothing. Number three, be patient with other people, especially when driving. Road rage can be sparked by a honking horn or a hand gesture. Better to be late than to be involved in a situation or a wreck. Number four, avoid engaging with people who are angry or spoiling for a fight. Just walk away. Number five, do the unexpected in every situation. Be polite. Be kind, be generous, be merciful, be humble. Number six, give thanks to the Lord for what you have right now. It may be gone tomorrow. Number seven, really focus on what matters. People matter. All the rest of the hoopla is just junk, chaff, meaningless. That stuff is not more important than the person who is in front of you. That stuff, that situation will not matter in the scope of eternity. It is a temporary distraction. So thank you for being here today. How are you doing? I know that I have asked that question every day for over a month. And honestly, I really do care. The journey from November into January often can be very emotionally volatile. And for many years, I thought it was a me problem. But then I learned that November through January have the highest incidences of death by suicide. How sad. Yet I totally understand because yes, I've gotten depressed because I was not holly and jolly like everybody else. I thought something was broken in me. That is why I ask, and friends, if you are struggling with not fitting into the holly jolly mindset, God wants me to remind you of a couple of things that you really need to know. Number one, you are not alone. Number two, he sees you. Number three, God is hearing your cries to him, the ones you say out loud and the ones you keep inside your head. Number four, Daddy God wants you to know that you are very precious to him. Number five, it was he who created you, and he has been present for every minute of your life. Number six, you matter. You personally matter so much that Daddy God sent his only son, Jesus, into this world to offer you a life worth living. Yes, Jesus took it all, all of the failures, all of the sin. He took it on himself and he died for you. 
He died for me. Seriously, who else would be willing to take your place, to take my place, to take all of our junk and die? Thus wiping our record totally clean, totally pure, giving us a fresh start and eternal life. Number seven, your life has meaning. Number eight, God created you for a purpose. And number nine, he has a plan for you. This podcast, Psalmscast, was created to encourage each person to accept the invitation the Lord God, the Eternal One, is extending to you personally. This invitation was written for you. That's why the Holy Spirit nudged you to listen today and to be listening right now. What is the invitation? It is a relationship with the only true God who desires you to be with Him for all of eternity. And yes, He desires to walk with you closely every single day. So if you are struggling, if the Lord is nudging you to ask for help, to ask for prayer, just do it. You are invited to call, you're invited to text or to email. I will pray for you. There are people with me who will pray for you. Simple works. You don't have to tell us a bunch of details. It helps if I know your name, of course. But I don't need to know the situation. Why? Because Daddy God, he already knows exactly what the problem is. He knows all sides of it. And he has the answer. So on a personal note, here's my big ask. My eyes are all messed up. I can't see. It really sort of kind of stinks. So I'm asking the Lord to heal my vision. To show me what I need to do to be able to see again. So here are the contact methods. In order to call, to text, or if you're using WhatsApp, you need to use this number. It's 1-470-240-1509. Emails can go to psalmscast at gmail.com. And yes, Psalmscast does have a Facebook page where you can ask questions, you can engage, you can share podcasts like follow. If you enjoyed the podcast, I hope that you will subscribe. And that's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. Have a blessed day and God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.